0: Shout out to everybody here on the live. Thank you for jumping on in. Appreciate each and every one of you. Fed hike just in. Bitcoin 75.75 rate hike in from the Fed. Let's take a look at Bitcoin. We called a huge, massive pump for Bitcoin to the upside. Let's talk about what we see here in the charts. If you were with me this morning, I wasn't even looking. I said, show me the charts and I'll show you the news. Didn't we? Didn't we all? Right. And uh, let's kind of, let's get into it. Let's see what happened. Shout out to everybody here on the live. Let's see what happens here for Bitcoin with a massive green candle pump, but a a, a pullback though from the downside there. Very, very interesting. I pulled the flag Look, my bigger measured move was out of the handle to 22,000. Let's take a look at the absolute insane price action that's going down for Bitcoin right now. Let's cover it as we get in. We're also going to watch the Fed live. We're going to talk about Jerome Powell and what's going down with the Fed, so we're here to bring you live coverage of the Fed coming to you soon, um, all right? Shout out to everybody here on the live. They you for jumping on in. Appreciate each and every one of you for being here, all right? And we're getting ready. We're all waiting here, presently surprised, all right? And they haven't, they started the stream, but they haven't, you know, we're not full-blown yet, all right? We'll bring that to you live with live commentary behind Jerome Powell. What he's talking about. Let's take a look at what happened to BTC. So if you're on my live stream earlier today, all right, we talked about the fact that this flag was highly likely to break to the upside. It was this little old flag right here. All right. And we did. We got the push. We got a blast from the past. However, we got blasted all the way back down. We retested right at the 0.75, you know, or a little before that started to make another flag, stayed back inside this flag, and then would make a massive pump all the way to the neck. Look, I had two resistance points. Look at, I made one too. We went basically in line because this was our previous high, you know, and I didn't think that was gonna happen right away. Sorry, I moved that. I didn't think that was gonna happen right away, to be honest. But if we look at it here, we boomed all the way where? 22,258. Quite interesting if you think about it. Quite interesting, right? We here seems like five minutes ago, we left the live. Well, we did. We did. 0.75 basis points just in. Bitcoin to 38K, like the lifer said yesterday. I don't know. I didn't say that. I just may have made a, I don't know. I, I don't say, I say I don't know anything about where Bitcoin's going. I say I know nothing but the fact of my own ignorance. So I can't be quoted on that. You know, uh, <clears throat> when 100K, tw- 250K, you people are funny. Shout out to everybody here on the live. They you for jumping on in. Shout out to a Legendary Sniper. It is a, definitely, it's a fishy, it's a fishy pump for sure. Shout out to everybody here on the live. They you for jumping on in. Appreciate each and every one of you for being here. Send this out to the Twitter with the Fed live coverage meeting here. I want to see what they have to say, you know. It's the same nonsense. What would a cow do in your kitchen? Interesting. Small cow looking for grass to lie. Large cow turned into circles for direction. Paper cow hold up a tiny sun. Magnetic cow wander across the field of a fridge door for fresh grass. Talking cow, listen. Interesting. People are funny and they'll give you any any answer you want. Pretty interesting. We're going to copy this, send this into the trading group as well. I don't think anyone even realizes that I'm live. My own trading group's like, wait, lifers live? We also have the monthly candle close coming. That's another extra live stream that we're going to be doing. So jump on in. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Look, we called this pump for Bitcoin right here. If you're on my live stream, I was talking about Bitcoin pumping down here at 21,400. Bam, bam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. You know, this was my projection right here. I was just beginning to project the next flag. I said, now you make the next flag. We broke out of it. We broke back into it. And we also stayed above the zone. I'll also show you here if we're watching the 400, the four hour, you know. And here's the deal. The 200 day moving average. We got the push away from it, away from it. And I keep saying that this is the key. Everyone else can tell you whatever they want. I'm telling you, as long as we stay above the 200 right here, which is the 200 day on the daily. It's on the four hour though. But as long as we stay above this yellow average, we are good to go. And we could continue up to the upside and create a bull run. You know, I'm not saying we are creating a bull run. And right now, look, we're double topping here. Do you see the double top? Right here. Right here. Right. And so that's a double top. A bit of an M. It's hard to see. That would be the measured move all right so just something to to, you know and you'd be hitting these other areas so i'm just showing you the possible bearish idea all right however this is a beautiful breakout how did i get this measured move how did i know we were going to go at least to this point you know as you can see my line brought us to 22k well it's simple rising wedges break to the upside if they break up parabolically and you can just take the length of the back end of of the of the wedge you flip that to the top and that's where you're supposed to go and what a massive move because there was a lot of fear in the market. People were waiting. People were wondering what was happening. So a lot of people tried to take advantage of the market. They're like, I'm going to short. I'm going to long. And I tell everyone, you know what? Just take it easy. Take it easy. Don't do anything, you know? Um, let the professor. Professor's in the house over here, you know? Shout out to everybody here on the live. Thank you for jumping on in. If you're new, I appreciate it. We're going to go through this Fed meeting together. It's not going to be fun, but it's going to be interesting. And um, we're going to be prepared for what's happening for the rest of the week this is going to be fun this is going to be awesome awesome as I say shout out to the 308 people on the live and building 313 that were flying up you called it from the exact bottom yesterday big respect shout out to will Islam I did actually I called this exact bottom yesterday in the live stream seven minute chart watching the bullish divergence right here I called this bottom on the live I made a I made I actually went into the live I made a live trade Bitcoin 3l to the upside here right there. Called the bottom based off divergence. It was bullish divergence here and you're at the bottom of the channel. So there was also a bigger bullish divergence here swing down and swing down. And this rang through all the way, all the way to the one hour throughout the 15 minute, but that's the bigger one there. See, and I'm a divergence trader. And when you see the divergence, like called it perfectly. It looked just like this one too, the prior one right here. Boom and it looked a lot like this one here see the upward momentum and so lo and behold i trusted in my intuition as a trader i trusted in what i knew to be true which is divergence and we banged on them to the upside you can watch yeah i advise you go and watch yesterday's live stream if you're new it will be a clinic for you just watch the beginning of bitcoin stuff and watch what i'm talking about and see how i because you see me trying to figure out what's happening i'm like i don't know i don't know and we come to figure it out live together. Watching that live is priceless. You won't really get a trader trying to get through their mind out like in front of everyone. That, that That's priceless because that's what I always wanted. You know, people used to trade. I'm like, but show me how you did it. Show me what you're doing. Show me when you pulled the trigger. Stop BSing me. Show me when you actually entered a trade. I want to know if what you teach is real. Are you real? Show me that you're real. You know? and I always had that feeling like come on now so I like to provide the back end and the front end if you know what I mean the in end and you know it's like and honestly like this trade's still rocking from this entry here you know stop losses put above below support and resistance each time you get above a bigger zone like when we got to here stop loss gets brought to here for me I don't know what you do but for me then when we get to here stop loss gets brought right under this line Right. looks still it would have been safe. Now we're up here. Stop loss can be brought under this line here. See this line? Twenty-one thousand four, and you're still in huge profit. So if you come down, I'm fine. It's not about. It's about not being greedy and just continuing to raise the stop throughout the trade. That's how I play it, you know. So look, this thing is is making a flag now. So again, same thing that I always do. And what we can do now is. That, that was a massive move above the flag in my humble opinion on our way back to 22k I'm del- so we, look we did all this we did the work we did the math now what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna delete everything and I'm gonna start fresh again like because like we got where we needed to go we figured out what we needed to figure out all right so we're gonna flip on over to the one hour time frame and we're gonna break it down so we got exactly what we thought 0.75. And show me the charts. And the the charts said that we were going to get a a little bit of a push on the seven. But it was the seven minute. Took me years to figure out how to use these different time frames in tandem. And to play them off of each other. You can even say, look, that we broke out of the pattern. But we did bullish divergence and broke back in almost. Like, it's kind of very interesting. Once you put it out, you have to take away this hit, which is weird. Here you get, like, this hit. And then you get the whole sebang, you know. I go to where it makes the most sense. And honestly, did we come back down and retest? We did right there. See that? Look at this. So we, we, we bearishly retested. So they tried to get the bears. So they did break you out of the pattern. Look, at, this is exactly what they did. So people were on this trajectory. They broke you out of the pattern. They saw a bunch of traders load up here. So they brought us right back down to try to get as many as they could. The divergence had already told you too many people had been liquidated. That's what divergence is. It's liquidations. Okay. I'm trying to put this together for you. So it took me a few years to figure out. And then I show you the idea of how to play a rising wedge, but rising wedges break up parabolically, all right? Show you the measured move is the base of the back end, and like, boom, I mean, you got a measured move to 20, 22170 And you're sitting at 22000 you know? So it, it behooves me. But again, we nailed this. If you were in my trading group, I led you not astray ever since this moment right now. We just went up and off each time, level by level. And how I did it was by chopping it up into small time frames and using support and resistance and divergence. You know, it seems so simple, right? But it was done accordingly. And now here we stand back at 22,000. And honestly, I'm not even that happy. It's not that great. We're at a resistance now and we're at a double a possible double top as I showed you before. You know. All right, but you know and if you under if, if you don't understand the rising wedge video then go type in how ri- rising wedges crypto lifer all right and watch this video right here and i'm going to explain how to train the rising wedge pattern because it can bury you but it could pub you and it's very interesting how to use it so you want to check it out look when rising wedge breaks up see what he's saying um, yikes! Height rate. Jerome Powell. He's on the Fed meeting too. Can we get 16k watching? Because we're gonna have fun. I like Kevin though. Kevin's a good dude. I want to get up to 16,000. That would be awesome, right? We can get there if we keep going and we don't stop. Shout out to each and every one of you for being here. Hit the likes, everybody. We got to get them likes up. Hit the likes up. We call Bitcoin live this morning. You got to give us some credit. You got to love on us. All right. You got to give us credit, like. We, we we kept our we kept, we stayed true to what we said. We held face. I drew a thing. And said, "Hey, it's this thing's going over to this thing. What do I have to be Tom Crown over here? Shout out to Tom Crown. Hey Tommy, I love you over here. How you been, kid? Let me send a limo for you. Come on over here. Let's have a discussion, me and Tommy over here. Nah, but just you know. Hey, what's your take on the next meet coming up? Oh, come on, don't do that. Let's get out of there. Like the meeting just happened. Don't do that. September, we'll see what happens in September. We got a long time to go. We got a month and a half till September. So this is nice that we had this this breather. You know, the reason why, because the next meeting is long and everyone said, well, if the next meeting is long, they're definitely going to hit us with a hard one. And when they didn't, that I think was really the reason why we're getting a bit of a move here because we avoided the hard one. You see, and and that gave people that move. They're like, all right. A new moon tomorrow does also give a bit of a dump for Bitcoin. If you look at the moon phases, we'll go over that. If you stay tuned for more, we get up to 400 likes, let's say. If we get the likes and the watchers, 350, we'll go over the moon phases for you and break it down. It will be amazing. Well, look how support and resistance and the high volume nodes just add up. So as long as you play your S and R, you're going to be pretty spot on no matter what, all right? At the end of the day, low, high, lower, low, lower, high, lower, low, lower, high, right? Lower, low, lower, high, lower, low. And we still have a lower high. Like, nothing has changed in this trend. So, unless Bitcoin can do the loop-de-scoop-doop, like, come on. So, what we're looking for here now is to bounce off the support line. Like, this would be a great place to play along. See what I'm saying? You got, the, you got a big... High volume node sticking out, basically the POC. A little, you know, it's almost the POC, but it's 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 shy by a, a, a little bit. Still pretty substantial and strong. You see, you showed do over here. It's right there above me. Look at the POC over there. Look, uh, look at it trying to raise this. I uh, uh. uh, can't raise that POC. It's too strong. I see a bullfeg channel, not a wedge. Hey, man, you see what you see. I see what I see. Monkey see, monkey do. Uh, be careful out there, everyone. Please don't use leverage. Shout out to Pump. We don't, we don't, we don't push leverage here. Thank you so much for saying that. I love you, Pump. I appreciate you, brother. So I had this for the most of the part, but you know, it's interesting how when you keep this. The only thing that's very interesting about this is when you kept that trajectory, like I just showed you. And there's diagonal Fibonaccis that are always running through the grid that get respected by price action. But this is what's interesting. This rejection and this bounce. And you can see how clearly this line had something going on right there. Because it was respected and then respected. And and it actually was the catalyst for the move to the upside. So had you been reading it properly, that kind of was it. Right. So that's why lately I've been drawing more than one pattern in a pattern. And it may be confusing to some, but it is what it is, you know? So this is what he means by, I see a bull flag. This is a flag. See, to me, they're still falling wedges, man. Even if it, you know, at the end of the day, but I get it, I get you. I'm with you on that. So here we go. We now have nice support for Bitcoin right here. And we got a high volume node to kind of suck up some liquidity and give us a bit of a bounce too for those candle mafia traders we love you guys shout out to anyone in the candle mafia shout out to Frankie doing a lot of appearances next week we're going to be on in one week everyone we're going to be on Frankie Candles Um, then a couple days after that we should be with Miss Teen Crypto shout out to Miss Teen Crypto appreciate that and I think there's even more honestly Um, then we're going to be on BitBoy on August 6th on the day show then again, tomorrow, we're on around the blockchain. So, I mean, that's a lot. A lot of appearances in the first week of August. We're going to be hitting you hard. Oh, also, Ryan Mata. Apparently, the Ryan Mata team has made a move. And I would, you know, if, if Ryan Mata is listening or anyone out there, oh, we would greatly appreciate uh, somewhat of a collaboration. You know, I want to reach out to everybody in the space and do that damage. So, yeah, I mean, we're going to be getting around the blockchain, so to speak, if you hear me. So, shout out to anyone that supports the Lifer. We'll be running... You know, I'll be in my house on a Zoom call, but it would feel like I'm running around the world, which is, you know, what what an inspirational thing. Um, you know, stay in one place, let the whole world come to you is an old Chinese proverb, you know. I've also seen these, these like a giant, you know, we've talked about this being ahead with like these little shallow shoulders, you know? So we're looking at some type of, something like this. I've seen these, I've seen m- more than my share of these types of patterns in my life. So it wouldn't be the first time. All right, even if it's shallow like this, and we bounce off the node. So that's something that looks beautiful. And that would bring us back up here to 23,600. And that would be a, you know, that's really the bigger range. You know, you can see we we have two big more, two big, big resistance areas for BTC. We we got this area here. And I like to just add these nice uh, price notes here. Price note is nice and big and chubby. You can also make these as big as you want, you can make them any color you want. You can go to the settings. I made the back yellow, but you can make the back blue. You could do whatever you want. You know what I mean? You can make the color. You could do whatever you like. Um, you can make it bigger, small. You know. So twenty-three five five hundred. You know, twenty-three thousand five to twenty-three thousand six area. The twenty-three thousand five we'll call it pretty. That's a big area we're gonna have to tackle and tussle with. You know. But that's the measured move if we do get what I call like a shallow-shouldered. Head and shoulder, you know, just something to think about. I've seen these before. Many people haven't. I've been trading for 15 years. I've seen a lot of wacky things that a lot of people haven't seen. So just bear with me on some of the things that make no sense or that you may be like, huh, that's a stretch. Trust me. The truth is far stranger. Life is far stranger than fiction. You know what I mean? Same as in trading. It's, It's no different, you know. So now we're at a standstill here, 22K. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it a lot. Now the one hour needs to come to the downside. You know, you're definitely overbought, right? So you're like, well, life, are you always short when the one hour is high? How come you didn't short this time? Number one, I got book map on my side. Bookmap map told me there was more liquidity at 20,800 than there was down there. Look, there's still more liquidity up here at 23,005. Look, 22,500. So it's telling me we're likely, and look at the short squeeze, 536,000 people were shorting. And I tell people to be careful on days like today. You know what it is? Everyone wants to be right. And there's a lot of fear too. So they go with the way they're being told to, you know, look at all those shorts that just got massively liquidated. And look at me waiting for them to get liquidated, watching it happen. Watching a bull flag on the 7-minute with my liquidation, you know, machine open. Watching the people just get slaughtered. Knowing they're going to get slaughtered. Had they been watching my channel, they wouldn't be slaughtered. They would have went long. I even said to watch the market. I went long yesterday, though. You know, it is what it is. If these people had been watching my channel, they would have been like, "Well, you could, you could." Number one, if you watch my channel, you can backtest my channel. You can watch like tons of videos. Watch what I said a year ago. Pick a day from like a year ago, and then pick the chart on Bitcoin and like just backtest all the you know. So if you spend two to three hours, which takes some time, but I think that's all it takes is to backtest my channel, go through all the things I've said. I, I say something every single day. Go through all the things all the projections everything i've done all right all the high. and i say i don't know where bitcoin's going to go i just show you the probability based on the oscillators that's it and if they play out they play out if they don't they don't it is what it is look at these people they got smashed let's put up this music moment of silence for the liquidations <laughs> Average traders have to liquidate themselves like this, babe. Come here, you look Mom. so beautiful. Can I have a hug? Feel so bad. You oh, baby. What happened? Look at these people. They all got liquidated. A half a million dollars. Oh my god. What tro- were they trying to do short? Yeah, they were shorting, and they all got rocked. Were they not a part of your Discord? <laughs> they weren't watching the channel. Oh, i are gonna walk to get something? Wow, you look so. Oh my gosh. She's a hot tamale. She shouldn't be on the live. She might. She's so hot. She's going to melt the mouse. Yeah. Shout out to everybody here on the live. Appreciate you each. Shout out to everybody here on the live. They for jumping on. <laughs> Yo man, wise words from the wiper. You made her worried. I know she heard me whining. Nah, she's a gem, man. She's a gem. She keeps this whole room running baby without her. You guys wouldn't get the beautiful content and the beautiful love. So look, we're pinned on the one hour. The shorts, what they do now is they continue to jump in because they figure, well, I was wrong already. Well, I have to be. So right now they're revenge trading into this. So shorts will continue to short into this. I just know that because that's the vibe. And so they're going to probably push us up to 22,005. And most, most likely that's also where the heat is. See where the heat is red. It's it's light down here now. There's some smart guys beginning to build positions because they're like, yeah, once this is done, we're gonna scoop. So these are the smart money getting ready to scoop. This is dumb money running in, and they're gonna liquidate these people. It is what it is. Highly likely we get to at least twenty two thousand four hundred. As you can see, the hill, if you draw a line, is longer on this line than there. That means there's more volume here than there. Simple as that. Simple as that. Don't over don't overextend bookmap. And if you want bookmap, there's a link in the description. It's better than anything you'll ever need. It'll give you all that. Look what we're doing here with Bookmap. Look at the way we're able to circumvent the market by knowing where the orders are. So your oscillators can tell you one thing all they want. Overbought, overbought, overbought. But I want to see where the order book is. I want to see where the whales are. I want to see what's happening on Binance Futures, which moves the market, right? That's where the sauce is. That's where I want to drink my milk from, baby. All right. (laughs) I tell you what, man. I love this life. Shout out to each and every one of you for being here. So now, how do you figure out where Bitcoin's going to go? It's pin on the fifteen straight candles. You must use smaller time frames now. And so, look, you swing and look at this beautiful ascending triangle forming here on the one hour. That's got a measured move, and it's likely on the one minute. Sorry, on the one minute. So, slap me, slap me for saying the one hour on the one minute time frame. How dare you? Two seventy delivery stops, but the lifer energy keeps me going. Baby, keep it up. Grind, don't stop, baby. UPS driver by day, miner by night, soon to be a lifer. Shout out to Stanford Mom, man. You're going to keep it moving, baby. Just keep grinding, man. You got it, man. 270 delivery stops to go. You're going to rip through those. Next thing you know, it's going to be 110. Then it's going to be 70. Then it's going to be 60. Then you're going to be at 50, and you're be like, wow, if I did 220, 50's like, woo. And then at the end of the night, you're going to roll on out, and you're going to be done and done. And as long as you put that money into savings or do whatever you got to do, I'm not a financial advisor, but I save my money. As long as you save save your money, baby, you're going to be fine. So look, this is looking to come a little bit to the downside. And remember, this is an ascending triangle. Ascending triangles are 50-50 patterns. 50% chance it goes either way here. All right. 30-second chart. We'll go to the five-second. You want to get crazy? Look at the five-second chart. Suggest that we're going to pump. Isn't this nuts? Bitcoin in the five-second going up 3.36%. That's insanity. If that actually plays out, I have never traded the five-second, all right? And I don't want you to either. But it just, it's interesting, isn't it? I am i am a curious being. That is interesting to me. It says we're going to pump, though. The five-second chart, insanity, right? I mean, it looks bullish to me, though. A bullish pattern is a bullish pattern. I don't care if it's on the seven... The five or the one minute. That's telling me Bitcoin's going to 22736 on the measured move. You know what? I believe these guys agree with me. So we'll see as they're disappearing liquidity down here and adding it up here. They want to have fun. People keep shorting. They don't believe it. Look, $45,000 more shorts. Now some longs got liquidated. Now everyone's jumping on in. These liquidated leverage traders love to get rocked and wrecked and stomped and slapped. They just love it. I think they're sadistic. They like actually like the abuse. You don't have to leverage trade. You don't have to beat yourself up. Just leverage trade, and and you can get the pain all in your house alone. You know what I'm saying? Don't get abused by someone else. Just leverage trade and take the pain alone. Anyone who leveraged trade today is probably fighting it, you know. But let's actually look at Bitcoin right now and see what's happening, right? Huge punch to the upside. I want to see if it will continue. Or if the pain is, or, or if we're done, I mean, seven minutes says we're done. Yeah, I mean that's. Don't I've never traded the thirty-second or the five or the five. I've looked at it a few times. Are we right now? No, the Fed comes on right now. Okay, so, uh, yeah, fifteen minute, right? On front. All right, all right, everyone, let's stop that music. We're gonna jump on into the Fed meeting. Nice move so far for Bitcoin. Well, let's jump in and see what's going on. The core CPI was 5.9%. Notwithstanding
1: the recent slowdown in overall economic aggregate demand appears to remain strong. Supply constraints have been larger and longer lasting than anticipated and price pressures are evident across a broad range of goods and services. Although prices for some commodities have turned down recently. The earlier surge in prices of crude oil and other commodities that resulted from Russia's war on Ukraine has boosted prices for gasoline and food, creating additional upward pressure on inflation. The Fed's monetary policy actions are guided by our mandate to promote maximum employment and stable prices for the American people. My colleagues and I are acutely aware that high inflation imposes significant hardship, especially on those least able to meet the higher costs of essentials like food, housing, and transportation. We are highly attentive to the risks high inflation poses to both sides of our mandate, and we're strongly committed to returning inflation to our 2% objective. At today's meeting, the committee raised the target range for the federal funds rate by three quarters of a percentage point, bringing the target range to two and a quarter to two and a half percent. They think they can get inflation to 2%, that's ridiculous. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. It's like 13. Infirming the stance of monetary policy. Over coming months, we will be looking for compelling evidence that inflation is moving down, consistent with inflation returning to 2 percent. We anticipate that ongoing increases in the target range for the federal funds rate will be appropriate. The pace of those increases will continue to depend on the incoming data and evolving outlook for the economy. Today's increase is the tar- in the target range is the second 75-basis-point increase in as many meetings. While another unusually large increase could be appropriate at our next meeting, that is a decision that will depend on the data we get between now and then. <clears throat> we will continue to make our decisions meeting by ma- meeting and, communicating and communicate our th- thinking as clearly as possible. As the stance of monetary policy tightens further, it likely will become appropriate to slow the pace of increases while we assess how our cumulative policy adjustments are affecting the economy and inflation.
0: Bullish. Our overarching Bullish. Focus is using our tools
1: to bring demand into better balance with supply in order to bring inflation back down to our 2% goal and to keep longer term inflation 2%. expectations well anchored. That's not happening, Jerome. Making appropriate monetary policy in this uncertain environment requires a recognition that the economy often evolves, evolves in unexpected ways. Inflation has obviously surprised to the upside over the past year, and further surprises could be in store.
0: Surprise? We therefore will need to be nimble. And- I've been saying inflation is going to do this for the last five years. There's no surprise to me. If you watched my channel three years ago, I was saying this stuff. If you watched my other channel, I was saying the same stuff. Come on, man. This is not a surprise to me. I started buying Bitcoin five years ago because this is not a surprise.
1: Take the measures necessary to return inflation to our 2% longer run goal. This process is likely to involve a period of below trend economic growth and some softening in labor market conditions. But such outcomes are likely necessary to restore price stability and to set the stage for achieving maximum employment and stable prices over the longer run.
0: Look at Bitcoin pumping to so conclude, hard right now. Look, at this. Yo, right Look at this, yo, going right to my measured move. Look at
1: this. Look at this. Everything we do is I call this. To public yo, mission. this
0: is crazy.
1: We at the Fed will do everything we can to achieve our maximum employment and price stability
0: goals. Thank you. I look forward to your questions. Bitcoin palms to 22,411 as he says that they will Hi, lighten. Powell, thanks for taking our questions. He Rachel said- Siegel from the Washington Post. You heard what he said. Wondering if you can walk us through your thinking around the decision not to go for a full percentage point increase. Um, we saw a ramp up after the May CPI report came in hotter than usual. Because he owns Bitcoin. And then obviously the June figure did too. Uh, was there any discussion of Jerome a Because Jerome owns, owns Bitcoin. Um, Sorry. Thank you.
1: Sure. So <laughs> we did judge uh, that a 75 basis point increase was the right magnitude in light of the data uh, and in the context of the ongoing increases uh, in the policy rate that we've been making. I'd say that we wouldn't hesitate to, to make an even larger move than we did today if the committee th- were to conclude that that, was, that, that were appropriate. That was not the case at this meeting. There was very broad support uh, for the move that we made. You mentioned the, the June meeting. We, we had said many times.
0: Someone's got to throw a $50 Super Chat if we hit that measured move. Come on now. If I hit my measured move, you've got to throw it. Someone's got to do, yo, it's, come on, man. It'll be like the fifth one in a row since yesterday when I called the bottom of the divergence of the seven minutes.
1: Inflation has to continue to disappoint in the form of the June CPI reading. Thank you so much for taking uh, our questions. Colby Smith uh, with the Financial Times. Colby. As the committee considers the policy path forward, how will it weigh the expected decline in headline inflation, which might come as a result of the drop in commodity prices, against the fact that we are likely to see some persistence in uh, core readings in particular? And given that potential tension and, and signs of you know any kind of uh, activity uh, weakening here, how has the committee's thinking changed on how far it's Look at Bitcoin. Territory rates it's might pumping.
0: Need to go. You see that? Ooh. So, Ooh, um, it's good. It wants that measured move. We've,
1: Ooh. We've been saying we would move expeditiously to get Ooh. to the range of neutral. And I think we've done that now. We're, we're at 225 to 2.5, and, and that's right in the range of what we think is neutral. Someone so called along yesterday. I don't know who it was. <laughs> the path forward. Um, so, one thing that hasn't changed is that it won't change is that our focus is continuing to-is going to continue to be on using our tools to bring demand back into better balance with supply in order to bring inflation back down. That will continue to be our overarching focus. We also said that we expect ongoing rate hikes will be appropriate and that we'll make decisions meeting by meeting. So what are we going to be looking at? Um, You know, we'll be looking at the incoming data, as I mentioned, and that'll start with economic activity. Are we seeing the slowdown that we-the slowdown in economic activity uh, that we think we need? And, and there, there's some evidence that we are at this time. Of course, we'll be looking at labor market conditions, and we'll be asking whether we see uh, the alignment between supply and demand getting better, getting closer. Of course, we'll be looking closely at inflation. That, you mentioned headline and core. That 30-second chart looks like it's going to pump. Not for core, but we, we look at core because core is, is actually a better indicator of headline and of all inflation going forward. So we'll be we'll be looking at both and we'll be looking at them for uh, at those both really for what they're saying about the outlook rather than just simply for for, Ooh, uh, for what for what they say but victory. we'll be asking do we see inflationary pressures decline it's gonna hit do my measured move actual readings of inflation coming down so in light of all that data the question we'll be asking is whether the stance of policy we have is sufficiently restrictive to bring inflation back down to our two percent target
0: looks like these rich guys and like the 30 it's second also chart
1: worth noting that these rate hikes have been large and they've come they've come quickly and uh, it's likely that their full effect has not been felt by the economy. So there's probably some additional tightening, significant additional tightening in the in the pipeline. So where are we going with this? I, th- I think the best, I think the committee broadly feels that we need to get policy to, at least to a moderately restrictive level. And maybe the best data point for that would be what we wrote down in our SEP at, at the June meeting. So I think the median uh, for the end of this year, the median w- would have been between uh, three and a quarter and three and a half and then people wrote down uh, 50 basis points higher than that for 2023 so that's even though that's now uh, six weeks old i guess that's that's the most recent reading of course we'll update that reading at the at the september meeting in eight weeks so that's how we're thinking about it as i mentioned a, as it relates to september I said that another unusually large uh, increase could be appropriate but that's not a decision we're making now it's one that we'll make based on the data we see soft um, and we're going to be making decisions soft. meeting by meeting we think He's it's soft uh, we think it's time to, to to just go to a meeting by meeting basis and and not provide you know the kind of clear guidance that we had provided on the, on the way to
0: neutral whoa, 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 whoa. clear guidance yo that's the worst Way you he basically said we're not going to be clear anymore, the we're going to do whatever we Wall want Street behind Journal. the it's so uh, funny. Uh, like, how, how could you say that? Is that what he works said? I mean. Through influencing expectations, and that policy needs to be at least moderately restrictive, which means you need financial conditions to stay tight. Futures market got uh, to currently, I'm will toy. raise rates this year along the lines of your June SCP, but then lower them uh, a few months later next year. Are these expectations consistent
1: with the need? to keep financial conditions tight in order to moderate purchasing power and bring inflation back to 2 percent. So <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to start by pointing out that it's very hard to say with any confidence in normal times, in normal times, what the economy is be going to be doing in six or 12 months. And to try to predict where, what the appropriate monetary policy would response, response would be. I mean, of course, we do that in the SEP. But nonetheless, you've got to take any estimates of what rates will be next year. Uh, with a grain of salt, because there's so much uncertainty. These are not normal times. There's w- significantly more uncertainty now about the path ahead than I think there ordinarily is, and ordinarily is Bitcoin. So again, I- Uncertainty. Uh, I would, good best for Bitcoin. The data, the only data point I have for you really is the June SEP, which I think is just the most recent thing that the Committee's done. Since then, inflation has come in higher, uh, economic activity has come in uh, weaker than expected. Uh, but at the same time, I would say that's probably the best estimate of where the Committee's thinking is still, which is that uh, we head would, we and would get to a moderately, rest, moderately restrictive level by the end of Trouble this year, bird. by which I mean somewhere between 3 and 3.5%, and that we, the Committee sees further rate increases uh, in, um, in 2023. As I mentioned, we'll update that, of course, at the September uh, meeting, but um, I, you know, that's really the best I can do on that.
0: You, you said inflation had been a little bit hotter uh, than anticipated, has your view of the terminal rate changed since June?
1: So I, I wouldn't say it was. I think we ex, we didn't expect a good reading, but this one uh, this one was was even worse than expected. I would say. Um, I don't I don't talk about my own personal estimate of of uh, of what the terminal rate would be. Um, I do. I will write down that in. Uh, it, it, it's going to evolve. It's obviously it, it has evolved over the course. I think for for all participants, it it has evolved over the course of the year as we learn. How persistent inflation is going to be, and by the time of the September meeting, we will have seen two more CPI readings and two more labor market readings, and significant amount of, of uh, readings about economic activity and and perhaps uh, geopolitical developments. Who knows? It'll be it'll be a lot. It's a, it's an eight week intermeeting period, so I think we'll see quite a lot of data, and we'll make our decision at that meeting based on that data. Gina. <clears throat> Hi, Jerrell. Thanks for taking our question. Gina Smiley
0: with New York Times. Um, you kind of alluded to this earlier, but I wonder, in the event that you see several months of very weak headline inflation numbers
1: because oil prices are coming down so much, but core inflation continues to be strong or even picks up, I wonder how you would think about that? So it's, it's hard to deal with uh, hypotheticals, but, but I, I just would say this. We, you know, we would look at both. And we would we'd be asking ourselves, are we confident that inflation is on a path down to 2%? It's
0: a little That's really
1: the question. And, and we'll be making, you know, our policy stance will be set at a level well, ultimately holds. at which we are confident that inflation is gonna be moving down to 2%. So you would, you know, it, it would depend on a lot of things. Of course, um, as I mentioned, core inflation is a better predictor of inflation going forward, headline inflation tends to be volatile. So in, in ordinary times, you, you look through volatile moves in commodities. Um, the, the problem with the current situation is that, that if you have a sustained period of supply shocks, those can actually start to undermine um, uh, or, or to, to, work, to work on uh, de-anchoring inflation expectations. The public doesn't distinguish between core and headline inflation in their thinking. So it's something we have to take into consideration in our policy making even though our tools don't don't really work on uh on the uh some aspects of this which are the supply side issues steve, steve leesman cnbc thanks for taking my question mr chairman uh earlier this week the president said we are not going to be in a recession so i have two questions off of that do you share the president's conf- confidence in not being in a recession and second how would or would not a recession change policy is it a bright line sir where, where contraction of the economy would be a turning point in policy, or is there some amount of contraction of the economy, the committee would be willing to abide uh, in its uh, effort to reduce inflation. So, as I as I mentioned, um, we we think it's necessary to have uh, growth slow down, and sl- growth growth is going to be slowing down this year be- for a couple of reasons. One of which is that you're coming off of the very high growth of the reopening year of 2021 um, you're also uh, seeing tighter monetary policy and you should see some slowing we actually think we need a period of growth below potential in order to create some slack so that so that the supply side can catch up we also think that there will be in all likelihood some softening in labor market conditions and and those are those are things that we expect uh, that and we think that they're probably necessary if we are to have uh, to get inflation-we're we to be able to get inflation back down on a path to 2 percent, ultimately get there. Can we go to 23K that's or 24K today for Bitcoin? It's possible. In how that might or might not so we're going to be-again, we're going to be focused on getting inflation back down. And uh, we-as I've said on other occasions, um, price stability is really the bedrock of the economy. And nothing works in the economy without price stability. We can't have a strong labor market without price stability for an extended period of time. We all want to get back to the kind of labor market we had uh, before the pandemic, where uh, differences between, you know, racial and, and uh, gender differences and that kind of thing were at, were at historic minimums, where participation was high, where inflation was low. We want to get back to that. But that's not happening. That's not going to happen without, without restoring price stability. So. That's something we see as 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 something that we simply must do, and we think that in the, in the we don't see it as a, a trade-off with uh, with the the employment mandate. We see it as a way to facilitate the sustained achievement of the employment mandate in the longer term. Howard, uh, Howard Schneider with Reuters, um, particularly in regard to expectations, uh, it's been said the last few months that the risks of doing too little. Uh, outweighed uh, the risks. The risks of doing too much. Does that remain the bias? So we're, we're we're trying to do just the right amount, right? We're not we're not trying to have a recession, and we don't
0: think we have to. We think. So I did go a little light in a phantom short, a phantom long, very light, phantom three L. Hit for seventeen percent. Not bad. I got to close it right now. It wasn't big, you know, but seventeen percent. I mean, but again, I didn't go heavy because you know. So, you know, a couple-you know, whatever, I'm not-but it was nice.
1: That there's a path for us to be able to bring inflation down while sustaining a strong labor market. As I mentioned, along with, in all likelihood, some some softening in labor market conditions. So that is-that's what we're trying to achieve, and we, we continue to think that there's a path to that. We know that the path has, has clearly narrowed, really based on events that are outside of our control, and it may narrow further. Um, so, you know-
0: he seems like I I do think
1: as as I said just now that like
0: someone told him like uh, restoring
1: price stability is is just something that we have to do there's there isn't an option to fail to do that because that is the thing that enables you to have a strong labor market over time without restoring price stability you won't be able to over the medium and longer term to to actually have a strong a a sustained period of very strong labor market conditions so of course we serve both sides of the dual mandate but we actually see them as well aligned on this looks like we're going to hit as my a, target as a follow-on to that it, given the uncertainty and the sort of paradoxical flow of data you've been getting if you're going to make a mistake would you rather mis- make the mistake on doing too much raising too much than raising too little uh, we're trying not to make a mistake we, let me put it this way we we do see that there are two he doesn't like risks. that word mistake. there would be the risk of doing too much he don't want to use that and, word. And. and uh, you know, uh, imposing more of a downturn on the economy than, than was necessary. Oh. But the risk the risk of doing too little. That's
0: exactly what I want to hear right now. Economy, that's so bullish the right there. Oh. It the the, look at Bitcoin. It was second time, it only only the second he said that, hit my target, to, uh, look. Uh, BAM! Yo, because exactly it's what you want to hear!
1: Woo! Just part of their economic that's lives. funny. Start to factor high <laughs> Look, you can see it! Their you can see it in the charts, baby! You can see it basis. in the charts! When that starts to really happen.
0: Now I'm up, now I'm up 19%. That to raise happen, that stop, loss, baby! Harder,
1: and the pain will be ah! that much greater. So I, I, I really do Phantom 3L, baby. That we, that we Phantom
0: 3L. Shout out to anyone that rode through with me. I did say to trade easy and be easy. But I had uh, one little Sir trade Powell, open uh, It wasn't know, heavy. Maxios. Um, right. to build a little bit on on what Steve was asking. Um, oh, man. do you believe the United States is currently Now we a can't look a second uh, from we, that? This you is the biggest target tomorrow affect that judgment one way or the other. We call 22,800. The risk of 000, in the in recent weeks. So that's my fifth call in like less I than 24 think hours in a
1: in a recession.
0: Knocking Bitcoin out
1: like There's too many areas of the economy that are that are performing. Oh,
0: 20% uh, in the Phantom Long, baby.
1: Dear Lord, thank you for the blessings you've given me. Amen. In in particular, uh, as I mentioned, it's true that growth is slowing, and uh, for reasons that we understand, really, the growth was extraordinarily high last year, 5.5%. We would have expected growth to slow. There's also more slowing going on now, but if you look at the labor market, you've got growth, I think, payroll jobs averaging 450000 per month. That's a remarkably strong level. For, for this state of, uh, of affairs, the unemployment rate at near a 50-year low at 3.6 percent, all of the wage uh, measures that we track are running very strong. So this is a very strong labor market, and it's just not consistent with, you know, 2.7 million people hired in the first half of the year. Uh, it doesn't make sense that the economy would be in recession with with this kind of thing happening. So uh, I don't think that, Oof, the watch U.S. The going economy about the pump is in now. recession right now.
0: Ooh, pump, pump, pump. I don't. I'd be surprised. Uh, I wouldn't pump right now. And
1: and we'll just have Not to see. Not in recession. What it says. So I, I don't, just buying uh, immediately. I mean, I would say generally the um, the GDP numbers do have a tendency to be revised pretty significantly. Dow, the S P, Nasdaq, oil, and gold, hard. going
0: crazy, and baby! GDP, and, man, uh, we could punch through this.
1: Judgment goes into that,
0: but telling you, man, you, you can't shy away from the pain. You got to run right through it. Shout out to the six hundred twenty viewers. Can we get the likes up to the watchers, please, everyone? I know I haven't said it. Come on now, three hundred twenty-five likes. Let's get the likes all the way up. It's the second stream Hi, of the Pope. day. Victoria
1: Guido with Politico. Um, I wanted to ask about the new conflict of interest rules that you all rolled out. Um, some senators have written asking for those rules to have more teeth and to have sort of more transparency about Fed's finan- the Fed officials' f- financial activity. Um, I was wondering if you could speak to that and whether you intend on, uh, you know, toughening those rules in any way. So those are, those are the toughest rules in place, you know, at, at any comparable institution that I'm aware of. We think you know. We we thought, that, thought about this carefully, and we put them in place. And we're building the infrastructure so that, so that uh, you know, the enforcement will be tight. That actually, you won't be able to make trades unless they're pre-cleared, and um, and the, and the amount the amount of trades you make will be they'll they'll have to be 45 days or more before any FOMC meeting. It's just I think we've really, uh, you know, created a very strong and robust set of rules that will. You know support public trust in the institution and and uh again we're just we're just now the system is just now up and running and i'm, I'm proud of what we did
0: katarina, katarina sarivo bloomberg news um i wanted to ask a little bit more about the 75 basis points versus 50 versus 25 um can you talk a little bit about what um what kind of goes I- into your thinking for um you know making the decision on how much to raise rates um and you know just talking about a very large amount that you alluded to um could that possibly be uh, hundred basis points and then um kind of along those lines is there any sort of uh, weakness in the economy outside of inflation measures that um, would lead you to slow your hiking pace just pausing it for a split second here. I got to show you something fast is Bitcoin looks like it's going to go to the next target 22,894. Looks like we're going to 23k. So Uh,
1: so that's how we're thinking about it. And we're, you know, in terms of September, we're going to we're going to watch the data and the evolving outlook very carefully, and factor in everything and make a decision in September about what to do. And I'm not really going to provide any specific guidance about what that might be. Uh, So you know, but I, m- I mentioned that we, we might do another unusually large Ooh, rate increase, but that's not a decision. Don't that we say that. At all. Hey, so shut up. We are you know, we're going to be guided by the data, and <laughs> we, I think you can still think of the the destination <laughs> as broadly in line with the September. Sorry, the June SEP because it's, Look at the it's right, like six weeks old, <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> sometimes SCPs can get old really quick. I think uh, in this one, I uh, this one I would say uh, is probably a, uh, the probably the best guide we have as to where the committee thinks it needs to get. Uh, at the end of the year and then into next year. So I would point you to that.
0: Chris. Uh, hi. Uh, thank you. Uh, Chris at Associated Press. Um, I wanted to ask about um, right now there is a sort of growing gap between the Fed's preferred measure of inflation, uh, the PCE, PCE index, <laughs> uh, and the one that's followed by the public, the CPI, of course. Um, how? Do you expect to handle this divergence uh if the pce starts to come down enough for you to consider slowing rate hikes uh even if the public is still seeing much higher uh cpi ratings thank you
1: so it's an it's interesting, interesting situation of course we've we've long used pce because we think it's just better at capturing the inflation that people actually face in their lives And I think that that view is pretty widely understood. That said, the public really reads about CPI. And the difference really is because the CPI has higher weights on things like food, gasoline, motor vehicles, and housing than the PCE index does. And so that accounts for a lot of the difference. However, over time, they tend to come together. I'd Um, start taking profits. I'm just
0: saying, I raised my stop loss
1: to 17.75%. Everyone should be up around the same. You can't do what I
0: tell you what to do. I'm but not they, a financial advisor, insider, but I raise measure. my stop loss. I'm uh, beginning they, to take profits. together eventually. The I sell into the green.
1: Really I do not wait for it to go back down. For a very long time. I just want to make that, that clear. If
0: it got to, you know,
1: 40 basis points, don't play yourself. After, now it's pay yourself. Now it's much That's my new because saying. Because of the things I, I
0: don't made. play yourself. Pay yourself. So I just made it up. And, I like it.
1: But but again, the one that we think is the best measure, always has been PCE, at least since I think we
0: shout out to Tom Crown. 20 plus years ago. We love you, Tommy. And then just when I'm looking I'd like at to weave Bitcoin, a, a couple of things together, Mr. Chairman, Michael from Bloomberg about, oh, no. uh,
1: You said that the destination pretty much remains the same uh, in terms of your end-of-the-year target, but where are you in the journey? Uh, we've now seen the federal stimulus programs, and you mentioned consumer spending, Stop business investment him. have slowed. Stop pressing him. He's going to look stupid and mess up the economy. Just let him say what he wants to say expect, and go home. Or is demand still greater? Uh, then supply. Don't ruin this meeting. It's supply, going great. That you need to do significantly more, and and I ask because uh, there are lags uh, in the impact of, course of monetary there are. policy, as you mentioned. It's horrible. And a lot of this might hit in 2023. The strong dollar effect may hit in 2023, when the economy might be weak. How how do you know where you are and where you think uh, you need to get to? Well just talking about demand for a second don't ask him questions as i mentioned like that. Um, in my remarks right you you do, i think
0: <laughs> you Maybe pretty clearly do
1: see a slowing now in demand in the second quarter phantom three is nineteen percent business fixed investment housing places like that i think you know people widely looked at the at the first quarter numbers and thought they didn't make now sense. know 20 the highest has been. been misleading in terms of the overall uh, direction of the economy not not true of the second quarter, but at the same time you have this labor Bitcoin market pumping. so there are plenty of experiences 22,895 been reported if you're in a scalp scalp weak, with me baby the labor market is strong we trade in live right now i just want to make it clear while we're that, doing all this been fine this isn't so that, just that's happened many times and it it used to happen if you remember in the first quarter of every year for several years in a row gdp was negative and the labor market was moving along just fine and it turned out to just be measurement error it was called residual seasonality we don't know the situation the truth is though, we, we think that demand is moderating, we do. How much is it moderating? We're not sure. We're going to have to watch the data carefully. There, there are, there is a great deal of money on people's balance sheets that they can spend. The unemployment rate is very low. The labor market is very hot. There are many, many job openings. Wages are high. So it's the kind of thing where, where you, you think that the that the economy should actually be be doing pretty well in the second half of the year. But we'll have to see. We don't know that because you do see a marked slowing in the second quarter that does that is fairly broad so we'll, we'll be watching that we'll be watching that of course as i mentioned we do want to see said nothing don't ask him those questions below potential for a sustained period don't ask me that the is going and, well and give it inflation i bs
0: my now. way through this pump nicole. now leave us alone
1: hi thank you chairman nicole kind cnn business um When does the committee expect to see a meaningful slowdown in the labor market? And how much weakness will it accept uh, with regard to slower job growth and higher unemployment uh, before it pauses or begins to think about cutting rates? That was loud. So I I think you're already seeing, you've seen in the labor market, what you've seen is is a, a decline from very high levels of job creation last year and earlier this year to modestly slower job creation. Still still quite robust, as I mentioned. So you're seeing that. You're seeing some increase, some increase in initial claims for an insurance, although that may actually have to do with um, seasonal adjustments. We, we're not sure that that's actually real. There's some evidence that wages, if you look at average hourly earnings, they appear to be moderating. Not so yet from the other wage measures, and we'll be getting the Employment Compensation Index measurement, I think, on Friday, I guess. And that's a very important one because it adjusts for uh, composition. So I'd say you, you, and also anecdotally, you hear much, uh, the sort of um, level of concern on the part of businesses that they simply can't find workers is probably down a little bit from what it was at, say for example late in the latter parts of last year so there's there's a feeling that the labor market is moving shoulder
0: head back into balance shoulder, you if you
1: look at if you look at uh, job Which openings always or quits. In you see them moving sideways or perhaps a little bit down but it's, it's only the beginning of an adjustment but the, I think most uh, also I if you look at you I mean once you start day. citing these things you can't stop Um, if you look at the uh household survey you see much lower job creation and flirting with her household survey quite (laughs) volatile but it has no jobs created in the last three months so that might be a signal that uh job creation is actually a little bit slower than we're seeing in the in the the, um establishment survey so executive summary i would say uh there is some evidence that labor demand may be slowing a bit labor supply not so much. We have been disappointed that uh, labor force participation really hasn't moved up since January. That may be related to yet another big wave of COVID, and that there's evidence that that's the case. Oh, don't do that. And so we're not seeing much Don't do labor, that. labor supply.
0: Don't do that. I don't want to hear I that. Say some, don't some say those two words together ever again for the rest of, of your life. Ruin my freaking measured move. We're gonna uh, hit it. I Look,
1: we're looking. We're gonna be looking at. I
0: called 22,750, uh, and by golly, Geo, well, I will you know, hit it on my live
1: stream. We, stream we, if I will, we, well, I'll go home
0: and cry myself to sleep and eat a pile of ice
1: cream. Is going to get back Dude, we're gonna to do it. We did it. Levels. We did it. That's not something we can uh, avoid. Yes.
0: <laughs> <That really needs laughs> yes. Uh, yes. And we, Yo, I called this down here. I called this down here, baby. Come on now. G- huge come on
1: now of job openings
0: come on now baby yo we hit it yo.
1: that would have lower than perhaps lower than expected increases in unemployment lower than would be expected in the in the ordinary course of events because the the level the, the ratio that's it of, i
0: mean come um, on i was um, off by two uh, dollars it, it, enough, is
1: enough is enough don't do that to me. with historical experience and that suggests that that this time could be different Thanks, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Edward Lawrence from Fox Business. So you said the path may be narrowed uh, to avoiding recession. So how, how close are we to a recession? And then how do forecasts of possible recessions from banks and economists, how does that make a soft landing you've talked about more difficult? So as, as I mentioned, um,
0: it soft doesn't seem landing. that the
1: U.S. economy is in recession right now. And I, I think you, you do see weakening. Um, some phantom down, 3l of 20.7 20. 20. percent now and you going into the 20 percent categories that i mentioned but there's also just the very strong data coming out of the labor market still so raise my, my stop you loss to you would say that, that the probable in all probability demand is still strong Nineteen to 5. and and the economy is still on track to continue to grow this year but the, the slowdown in the second quarter w- is is notable and we we're, you know, we're going to be we're going to be watching that carefully. Sorry. What was a lot of um you know, how the bank forecasts the possible recessions, economists. does that affect the soft landing? Well, um, you know we we've, we've said since the beginning I think that that having a soft landing is what we what we're aiming for. Of course that has to be our goal. It is our goal. And uh, we'll keep trying to achieve it. Um, I think I'm live trading, forgive me. uh, At the beginning, we said it was not going to be easy. It was going to be quite challenging
0: to do that. Oh, I happen to trade unlike these other YouTubers, I actually do trade.
1: (laughs) That it's unusual. It's an unusual event. It's not a typical event, given where we are. Um, If there is a path to it, and we think there is it is the one I mentioned that the labor market actually is has such a such a large amount of surplus demand that you could see uh, you could see the, uh, that demand coming down in a way that didn't translate into a big increase in unemployment as you would expect in the ordinary course because, frankly, the, the imbalance is so much greater. And, but we don't know that. I mean, th- this, is a, this is a case of first impression. So anyone who is really sure that it's impossible or really sure that it, that it will happen is probably underestimating the level of uncertainty, and, and so I, I would certainly say it's an uncertain on certain things, soft um, landing. Unless it's it's our goal to achieve it, and we'll keep trying to do that.
0: Now you and play this measure, uh, Gene
1: Young with Market News. Um, I wanted to ask about the balance sheet reduction program. That's gonna take it's us been to working for a now, 41. and in a different environment than the last time the Fed did it. What are you learning about how it's working and See, how i'm doing this? reacting? Look, the
0: shoulder, the head, and the shoulder.
1: Um, and is reaching the minimum level of reserves needed in the system still several years away at the current pace. So we think it's working fine. As you know, we we um, tapered now, up to 21.79% um, in, in the we'll phantom 3L long. And the market seems to, to for rocking it, um, with me by all. And any one of their uh, trades. The markets should be able to absorb I didn't post this, any shorts, I'll tell you that. That will be the case. So um, I would say the plan is broadly on track. Uh, it, it's a little bit slow to get going because some of these thing, trades don't settle until uh, for, for a bit of time. But it'll be I picking up steam. I to 20.75. Uh, so and, and I guess your second question taking was, these gains, um, uh, was getting, yeah, no, I, the, the, I the process of, of getting back down to the new equilibrium will take a while. And um, that time, uh, it, it's hard to be precise, but you know, the model would suggest that it could be between two, two and a half years, that kind of thing and uh this is a much faster pace than the last time balance sheets I got much, stopped much out at 21.7 percent gains uh, in the trade we we looked at this carefully and we thought that this this was a sensible pace and and we have no reason to think it's not
0: San 3L didn't move
1: hi Chairman Powell uh Brian Chung Yahoo Finance um looking at Financial conditions, uh, it seems
0: like the tightening has slowed uh, as of late with the 10-year coming down, 30-year fixed mortgage rates also going a bit sideways when we talk about a hot housing market still. Just wondering if you find financial conditions tight enough, especially as you continue to raise rates.
1: So a big piece of that is inflation expectations, you know, break-evens coming down. Which Phantom loves to follow that. It was a good thing. It's a good thing that markets do seem to have confidence in, in the Committee's commitment yeah. to, getting inflation back down to 2 percent. So we like to see market-based, you know, readings of, of inflation expectations come down. You know, broader financial, financial conditions have tightened, tightened a good bit. I mean, the way this works is we, we set our policy. No, they kept the read at 0.75. Financial conditions react, and then financial conditions are what affects the economy. So, we, and we don't control that second step. We're just going to do what we think uh, needs to be done that we, we're going to we're going to get our policy rate to a level where we're confident that inflation will be moving back down to two percent confident so that's how we're going to take it and, and of course we'll be watching financial conditions to see that they are this appropriately tight is and that so good the effect that we would hope he's so
0: good at saying a lot of stuff but not saying anything at all they're having
1: which is to see
0: like he's a pro at that he can use a hundred words out. and you'll still be like- from Watch. Did he really answer my well, question? I wonder I if we can go ready? back a little bit in time to before there was this outbreak of inflation when the committee put in place, got forward guidance on tapering asset purchases. I think it was December, 2020. There's a recent speech by Fed Governor Waller talking about that and saying that maybe that was too tight, the that kind of condition. And it put you a little bit behind, He'd, not his words, but maybe, you know, were kind of late to react to some of that inflation. So could you talk about that decision and have you looked at it in hindsight at all? Thank you. So
1: yeah, we, we said that we wouldn't uh, lift off until we had basically achieved our dual mandate goals. And the reason we did it in real time was that the, the, the first On look the at the, the target, framework look. that we'd- my next target uh, rolled out,
0: I'm using the 32nd um, chart, plenty it's of people were saying very oh, it's not credible,
1: you'll never get inflation to 2%. Some of our critics you now who who say inflation is too high, too high, were the same ones who were saying you'll never get to 2%. Well, uh, but anyway, th- that's what happened. So we, um, we thought we needed to really make a strong uh, statement with that it wasn't part of the framework, the, the December 20 guidance was not part of, the, of our overall new framework, it was just guidance that we put in place. So I would say, two things one I don't think that, that David is I materially haven't learned a single thing. The situation but I, I, I have to admit I, I don't think I would do that again I don't think I would do that again we you know ultimately the situation evolved in a highly unexpected way for all of us and um, uh, you know maybe maybe the learning is to, is that that leave a little more flexibility than that um, but did it matter in the end? You know, we—if you look at—I um, I really don't think it did. Think I'm, it? I'm not sure it would have mattered if we—if we'd been raising rates three months earlier. Does anybody think that would have made a big difference? I mean, lots of central banks were raising rates three months earlier, and it, it didn't matter. I mean, this is a this is a global uh, phenomenon happening now. Admittedly, different in the United States.
0: This was uh, going to happen. But, um, I've been saying this was going to anyway. happen for five years. Am I a genius? No. This is obvious when you print money to zero. Just a lot of people talk about I've that. Done it through 600 years. All the different currencies throughout history have that. done it. I know you haven't talked about it. Look at the shorts. Much, but but the just they just didn't learn. They just kept going in. Repeating and I, I told you the liquidity was up here, but you didn't listen. So was <laughs> no, most of, of my that life is there, we hope. Where did that fit into all this? Or you might become a liver today when you got caught with you passed down shorting. There are multiple taper tantrums, right? So there was
1: the famous one in 2013. Hilarious. There's what happened at the shoulder, head, and the shoulder, on. Double know, bottom markets can ignore developments around the balance sheet for years on end, and then suddenly react very sharply. So we just had developed a practice of moving predictably and doing it in steps and things like that. It was just like that's how we did it, and so we did it that way this time. We were we were careful to to take steps and and communicate and all that kind of thing. We yeah we were trying to avoid a tantrum because they they can be quite destructive. They can tighten financial conditions and knock the economy off kilter. And, you know, you, when it happens, you, you have to, uh, really, in both 13 and 18, really had consequences for the real economy, you know, uh, two, three, four months later. So we were trying to avoid that. That was part of it. Again, I don't think that's, the, the real issue of 2020 and 21 was just trying to understand what was happening with the reopening economy. That, that was where the big uncertainty was. And, you know, our view was that, that these supply side issues would get better, that, you know, that people go back to work, that labor force participation would come back. People, everyone would get vaccinated, schools would open, um, kids would be in school and labor force participation would, would jump back up. You know, that's what we were, that was pretty, very broadly thought to be the case. You know, these supply side issues would get solved reasonably quickly and they just haven't, they still haven't. So that's really the, the learning I think is around, um, how complicated these supply-side issues can be. We haven't seen this before in a long, long time. And so that's really, what, you know, what accounts for the pace at which we moved. And, you know, we, we did, when when inflation changed direction, really, in October, we, we've moved quickly since then, I think people would agree. But before then, inflation was coming down month by month, and, you know, we kind of thought we, we had the story. My measurement, is now. Right, but
0: then I think in October. He's getting boring to listen to, right? Uh, we got to get through it. Uh, my measured move now is 22,960 on the 30 second chart. As we continue to watch Bitcoin on the 30 second, and my measured moves just keep getting hit. One, two, three, four. And the first one, bada bing, bada boom. And we're watching parabolic price action in Bitcoin on the smaller timeframes. It's been fun to do while we watch the. Live. GDP
1: number tomorrow for the second quarter. Would the Fed consider the U.S. in a recession? If you didn't know and what just was going remind on right here. Us, That's the thirty-second chart for Bitcoin. live, baby. live.
0: The start of a recession.
1: So the the Fed doesn't make a doesn't make a judgment on that. You know, we're we're focused on the dual mandate and using our tools to achieve maximum employment and price stability. We don't we don't say there is now a recession that kind of thing. So that, that wouldn't be something we do. We we would look at the at the data tomorrow and and we're, no doubt we'll look at it very carefully. And famous last words tomorrow. As we can. I as I mentioned, though, um, you know, w- if you think about what 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 an inflation what what sorry what a recession really is, it's a broad-based decline across many industries that um, you know that's sustained for more than a couple of months. And there are a bunch of specific tests in it, and and it just doesn't this doesn't seem like that now. What we have right now doesn't seem like that. And the the real reason is that the labor market is just sending such a strong a signal of economic strength that it makes you really question the gdp data but again that's not a decision that that we uh, that we make and we won't we won't reach a
0: conclusion one way or another on that uh, thank you very much simon rubinovich with uh, the economist you've said that some softening in the labor market is needed um, within the fed there are staff economists who've argued that uh, NIRU, nairu the non-inflationary rate of unemployment might be as high as five to six percent right now, which obviously is a lot higher than the current rate of three point six. Um, what's your assessment of Nairu? Uh, is that something that came up in discussion with the committee?
1: So I, th- I think broadly, a, lo- a lot of economists and think that the that the natural rate of unemployment will have moved up.
0: Everyone, I have to move the weekly screen share tonight. Usually it's Thursday. If you're in the in the, in the the Discord, we have a private weekly screen share. Every single Thursday from 6.30 to 8.30. Tonight is going to be from 6.45 to 8.15. Just want to let you guys know, all right, just to p- put it out there. We're doing a weekly screen share, but today I'm moving it. A lifer in town tomorrow offered to, to meet up, have dinner and stuff, and I would love to do that. So we're making sure that we have that space open for the lifer that's in town. So that's the main reason. So we're doing the live screen share tonight. Also, it's a really good time to do the screen share with everything that happened, the anticipation, the meeting. We got through it. We went through it. We can kind of breathe, and we can get on to the rest of the summer months of trading. To some to um, extent, I, I think you, you
1: could, pr- in principle, you could see it coming back down pretty significantly. And that would also, by the way, take pressure off of inflation, because that, it's that gap. It's the gap between actual unemployment and the and the natural rate that, that re- really is relevant for, you know, the negative slack we have in the economy with by the overtight labor market. So if, if you were to, you wouldn't, you wouldn't observe this. It's an unobservable, but you could actually be seeing inflationary pressures coming down if that does happen. And we don't, we don't control that, but that's something that logically, uh, if, if, if the pandemic and the disorder in the labor market cause the natural rate to move up, then as the labor market settles down in principle, you should see it move back down.
0: Almost every shape I've drawn is hit the measurement. Uh, thank you, Chair Powell. Jeff Cox from CNBC.com. 22 um, just a, a
1: question about uh, – I, I hate to keep banging the drum about recession, but most of the polls that we're seeing now from the public, people believe that we're uh, already in a recession or heading for one. Economists pretty much the same thing. Um, they're being told by uh, folks like you and in the administration that we're not in a recession, or we're not heading for a recession, frankly coming from the same people who told them that inflation was transitory, telling them now that we're not heading for a recession. So what would you tell the public to reassure Ooh, guy, them? Come uh, on, man. You, don't you,
0: ruin you, the you meeting, man. Things are going well. Get this guy of out of here. Fed is Yo, pick him up, man. We're letting to, uh, this dude lie to, to and say whatever he wants so we can pump our bags. In the Take him and get no, him out of the room. All, all really <laughs> get that guy out of the room.
1: it's likely that the U.S. economy is in a recession now, and I've explained why that is the case. It's, it's because you do see a very strong labor market, and I think the public will, will see that as well. You know, going forward, uh, what we've seen is a is a slowing in spending. As I mentioned, we've seen the very beginnings of perhaps a, a slight lessening in in the in the um, tightness of the labor market, but it would only be the beginnings. So, uh, and I, and I mentioned that that I also said that uh, we w- our goal is to bring inflation down. and have a so-called soft landing. Yes, the rate la-
0: the rate number is 0.75 uh, uh, Sh- Chemistry
1: require a significant that happens at two. Then really the meeting two thirty. Increase in unemployment. Uh, we're trying to achieve that. I, I have uh, I've said. Look at the views two three 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 every time. Quite everyone always challenging and it's always. gotten more challenging always over recent months. Always. Thanks, Chair Powell. Uh, Kyle Campbell with American Banker. Uh, the FOMC has historically
0: tried to avoid the kind of rapid monetary nice, policy that uh, has happened so far this year. How concerned are you that the rate hikes uh, that we've seen thus far might increase risks to financial stability, uh, not just
1: domestically, but globally? Um, I mean, th- there are precedents for the FOMC moving very quickly, for example, 1994, 1980, even more so. so We've been known to do that when it's the appropriate thing to do, and this year it clearly is. I, I would say that, um, given how quickly we've moved, I'm gratified that, well, uh, that basically markets have been working. They've been orderly. Uh, there's been some volatility, but that's only to be expected. For a financial stability perspective, um, you know, asset values are down, which, which uh, in, in, some, in some sense lowers vulnerabilities. It's when they're really high that, that you would worry that they're, that they're vulnerable to a fall. Actually, many asset values have come down. Um, I think you've got a well-capitalized banking that's system. A good point. I, I have, to, have, I have uh, to give it to him. That's, that's a good point. Households are generally in can go down little financial little. They can go shape further, as further as down, though. But that's a good point. In a very long time. Or I've never said ever, anything about him saying given that. Uh, that given uh, he made a the good point. on people's balance sheets. It's down already. It can't go down anymore. Um, you have
0: I mean that's what he uh, said. Uh, it's uh, so funny. I can't picture. believe it. But I mean uh, hey, that was now, the best thing you could say.
1: Macroeconomic there are plenty of macroeconomic issues that don't rise to the level it says of we're financial, going financial stability. But financial stability, you know, we think of that as things that might undermine the working of the financial Raise system. The roof so to right big there. serious things. That's not to say that people at the lower end of the income spectrum aren't are suffering because they are. They're suffering. The from shorts high are just space. They're going to the the uh, you know, to the grocery store and this is that, all short squeeze. You know, in, in many cases, their paycheck it doesn't cover the food they're accustomed to buying. We're seeing actual, you know, real, real declines in, this is in my food tweet. consumption, and you know, it's very concerning. It's um, very unfortunate, and that's why we're we're really committed to
0: bringing down inflation. Twenty-one thousand nine. Beware of the short squeeze. I called it.
1: Thank you, uh, Mr. Chairman Mark Hamrick with Bankrate. I can remember when you held your first news conference and you vowed to be a very plain spoken uh, chairman and uh, Look at the short squeeze we're thinking today about the impacts of oh, fed policy on individuals got as everyone well. So what bearish. Would you say individuals Don't or households listen to the news. Who may yet Don't lose get in your head jobs on this tightening cycle. Play the charts uh, in the fight against inflation as they try to translate what fed policy means to them in this complicated economic landscape. Yeah. Thank you. So I guess the first thing I, I would say to, to every household is that we know that inflation is too high. We understand how painful it is, particularly for people who are living paycheck to paycheck and spend most of that paycheck on necessities, such as food and gas and heating their homes and clothing and things like there that. There it goes to my again. That, Look at this. Those how many measure moves do we hit The now? most. Middle class and, and, One, and better off two. people. Three, have some resources three, the where they can absorb these things. But people, many people don't have those
0: resources. So It's a clinic on how to trade. You know, we,
1: it is our job.
0: It while he's talking, I'm giving a clinic on how to trade. If you can pick up, I mean, some people are picking it up. Some people probably just don't even know what's going on. But if, if, if you're paying attention, while this man is talking, I'm running a clinic in the background.
1: <laughs> it's insanity. In all likelihood, some, slow, some softening in labor market conditions. We need growth to slow to below potential growth. Um, we don't... We, We don't want to. uh, The rate increases 0.75, dude. Bigger than it needs to be, but but ultimately, if you think about the medium and longer term, price stability is the thing that 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 makes the whole economy work. It's what can can give us a strong labor market and wages that aren't being eaten up by high inflation. If you talk to people, again, people who are making you know wages, uh, relatively low wages they're the ones who are suffering the most from inflation so it's all the more reason why we need to move move on this thank you very much I agree
0: do 0.75 rate hike everyone all right everyone we did it we did it congratulations uh we did it (coughs) now he always has comments after this and all this other stuff but that was it I mean that was it That was awesome! We did it together. We got through it. And look, we just watched this on the 32nd. We watched Bitcoin just do damage. Shout out to anyone that watched this occur. We started with this flag here, which is an ascending triangle, and continued to make pennants all the way up. We just kept drawing the pennants as we went. This is a beautiful example of how to trade. Unreal. Um, I just kept raising my stop loss throughout this. I eventually did get kicked out. The trade continued to go. I tend to sell a little early, but I tend to take my money and pay myself every day. So if you pay yourself every day, you might sell a little early, but every day you're going to get paid, and that's that's the key. Um, can we quickly see the Solana chart? Oh, come on. Now you're going to work me, right? Never watched you, brother, but glad I clicked on you. Let's eat. Shout out to Andrew Simone. Dude, Andrew, this is an amazing group. I come every single day. I have never taken a day off in 550 odd, some odd crazy days, 560 days, something like that. You're gonna see me every day. I'm not gonna take a day off. Um, something you've never seen in your life. You're gonna get to know me, I'm gonna get to know you, Andrew, and you're gonna see that this is an anomaly. This channel is something you've never seen before. And um, yeah, it's gonna be a, a different ride for you for sure. Uh, sitting at 22,750. As I blow your ears off, let me show out where, uh, look at that, continuing to pump, 23K. Look at that, 23,000 now, hitting my next target to the upside that's parabolic city the shorts just won't learn baby and let's do a bull dance for the bulls baby it feels good when you make it that month no wait 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 wait. we got <laughs> we're gonna come up with a new track we got to come up with a new track Liquidated, don't get liquidated, liquidated, don't get liquidated, liquidated, don't get liquidated, so faded, don't get liquidated. Calling along, calling along. I got (laughs) liquidated. But dang, man. Oh, there it goes. There's the final, look, we haven't seen a candle that big in a long time, engulfing. And I already sold, and that's how it happens on the 32nd. Woo! Look at that. That's crazy. That was amazing what we just did though. I've never seen anything like that. I'm trying to go back in time. Yeah, look, I'm gonna delete all my work. Look, like, this is crazy. Someone should take a picture of that, a screenshot. I'll have to go back in time. Oh yeah, I can actually oh, I could have just graphed it and saved it. But that was crazy. I don't think I'm going to be on the 32nd. I don't need all this nonsense. Dude, we started down here. Look at all the patterns I made while we were just sitting here. Dude, I called every single move. Oh my gosh, that was crazy. For me, that was the most insane thing I've ever done trading like that was insane. Only Fed meetings will teach you. And look at the freaking short squeezers. And we told you there was liquidity up here. We told you there was more liquidity up here. And look, now they're just, now the liquidity, the low was they had a raise up to 22.8 now, 22.5. We got a lower high now, you see? And this is what happens. And this is how support and resistance changes. It's all about who wants to buy and sell, baby. Let's take a look at Bitcoin now because I need to see what's going on. Look what happened on the chart. I mean, we talked about a, a falling wedge breaking to the upside. My goodness, boy, did it break to the upside, and it broke this resistance. This was our next really big resistance here. Wow, we saw that on the small time frames, but to see it on the big time frame, and again, the pinning, that's what happens when things get pinned. You must know how to play a short squeeze. If you don't know what a short squeeze is, then you you wouldn't have figured this out. I'm telling you right now, this is advanced. Just learning how to trade is advanced. Just learning your Fibonacci is advanced. Knowing all this stuff doing what we did today this is next level like this means this is all you do every single day day in and day out and you just can't be beat like most people got wrecked by this it's we're not supposed to know what that how that was supposed to play out but we nailed it we were on point and we took them can we go for a walk now or no oh we can awesome i need to get out of i need to get outside like it's too much screen today too many charts I need to hang out with my wife and kid and, and get a break from the charts, babe. I need a break, babe. I never get a break, baby. I never get a day off. But you love it. Can I get a day, baby? Can I get a day? I do it to myself. Glasses at nine. What a nice pump for Bitcoin, and we called it too. Join the trading group, everybody. If that's not an ad, to jump on into the Discord for ninety-nine dollars a month. I don't know what is. I don't know why this number isn't flying up to seven fifty right now because we nailed it baby we nailed it and we made gains baby gains shout out to everyone in the 99 i love y'all how y'all doing bang 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 gains baby gains shout out to anyone that rocked with the lifer appreciate each and every one of you for being with me My man. It's funny, man. I get that sometimes, too. I can't send a super chat to certain people. I don't know why. We nailed it, though. We nailed it. Dude, we hit my measured move. And no one even sent a super chat in. Come on. Like, that's crazy. I called Bitcoin to the T during the live, hit all the measured moves. That's crazy. Whatever. I don't really need it. I got enough on my, my I'm happy. I just, come on, man. If I saw that live, I would be like, yo, who is this? How? How are they doing this? And we did it. We started. I called along right here yesterday on my live. I went long in front of everybody. I did it. Like, there's, it's on record. I called bullish divergence right there. On the one-hour time frame, all the way up from the seven-minute. Swing down and swing down at the bottom of the try, And you're at the bottom. Come on, man. I do this stuff live. Everyone else says they did it, and then you have to, like, look back on what they did. We do this live, like, every single time we do it live, baby. So, you have resistance here now at 22750 That's clean. I'd like a candle to close above that, please. Um, so, what you do now is, look, the 15-minute is going to come after touch- the 21-day moving average. So draw a flag on the 15. You're either going to make a flag or a falling wedge. One of these two patterns is going to fill out, and then you're going to touch the 21-day moving average. You may get a quick short here, or you may just go sideways. I wouldn't just attempt a short right now and become one of the dead soldiers that just got passed off. They may not be done. They may come for you again. You never know. So just because all the shorts got rocked, I wouldn't open up a short now. Wouldn't be the case for me. I'd watch a flag now. I take profits and I take a break now. Like, this is a good time to take profits and take a deep breath. You know what I'm saying? Like, we hit gains. So, shout out to everyone that hit gains with me. Even though I did say to tread lightly, not to overtrade, to keep it easy. So I don't want people opening up at tons of positions or oh, I'm gonna long, I'm gonna short this. It's like, no, 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 no. Take a deep breath, one step at a time. Take a deep breath, and we're gonna trade the market the way the market is supposed to be traded. Bing, Route banged on them a little bit for some more gains. See, it was where the blue chips that pumped. Little chips were like whatever. Blue chips. Look, we had it. Look, I gave this recently. ADS. Remember, I put this in a bull flag, and I said this is likely to make a move. And look, it's about to hit my move here. Up 40. Look at this. ADS. So, if you were in the trading group, all right, type in ADS ads. And you can see here, watching ads right here. Yesterday at 8.19 p.m., I got on the radar, likely to pump up 42%. It looked beautiful in a flag. It was pushing up to the upside. And there's your before, right? Oh, that's weird, I must've moved that. So there's your before. There's your before there's your after look no stop loss got hit in the making of this trade had you been in the trading group you would have banged on ads and it may not be done yet either but i mean a candle like that is when i definitely get out 33 percent of course isn't it isn't it so beautiful 33.64 for ads have you hit the wick 37 percent gains so amazing what i do is i send this to my team and then they can look up ads here on discord get the before and after and bang it out shout out to everybody here on the live thank you for jumping on in I appreciate each and every one of you and we do use slack the slack app unbelievable shout out to everybody here on the live thank you for jumping on in appreciate each and every one of you so look we have one of the bigger gainers the top gainers in the top 10 this afternoon if you're in the trading group and i go to my goal is to hit gains in the top 10 and there it is right there i even talked about plagiar um it's up a little bit too from from entry on the 200 day i talked about vaga Vega's is up a little bit it was playing games bounced off near the 200. i didn't talk about Jens ethereum classic though i was all over it and it's went past my measured move for 24 even further and went up 31 percent gains ethereum classic so this went up even more. I made the call right there at the bottom. No stop loss got hit in the making of this trade. We're on fire, man. We are on fire and we deserve to be on fire. We don't take days off. We don't take moments off. I've been live streaming since 10 this morning, putting in another two hours. And I love every single second of it because I love my life, baby. Sorry, but I'm hyped right now. I'm on a hype train and I'm feeling good. You should be feeling good too, because you should be making gains with the lifers. Bang, 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 bang. Like, it doesn't stop. And, you know, the market didn't look too good. Things looked tight. I got out of my head, I pushed forward, and I continued to stay with my trading style. Your mind will play tricks with you. Your emotions will play tricks with you. But you will keep pushing. You will keep pushing. All legs, no torso, throws the $100 super chat. But it wouldn't go through. I feel you. Someone did send in the $50 super chat now, and I didn't see it. Funny, because I'm whining like a baby. I'm like, meh, meh. But, I mean, come on now. Like, we banged on him. You know, look at this. Well-deserved life for my man. I had to cry for it. Oh, my God. I'm such a baby. Such a baby. Super Chat shib. So look, if we could stay above the zone now, you can see we broke above the resistance. We need it. We want the bounce off this area here. I'd love to see a bounce off this to the upside. I know I'm using the 32nd, but it's interesting. I mean, the 32nd may be the first chart to show me the bounce here. Looking for a bounce on the 32nd to the upside. Could make a double top, or we're going to push through the resistance. So hey, man, I never used the 32nd, but it got us through that entire, that entire meeting I may use it more than I ever have before. Insanity. Electronium Classic for, I mean, Ethereum Classic for massive gains, baby. And making gains together feels amazing. Nah, all legs, no torso. Look, she sent in a hundred dollar super chat. So let's let's all look at it. That came in. It's a real super chat. No other YouTuber trader calls it accurate as Sam, or puts himself out there by doing live trades and hitting it every time. You're insane if you don't join this community. Thank you for proving me right and making every cent worth, well worth it. Hey. Hey, I knew you were right when you joined the ninety nine. Come on, girl. You knew you knew. You know you have the intuition. Come on, you know you have stronger intuition than us. The women in the group are what keeps our group together. It's love learning and the ladies in the group, really, we have a strong group. We have a community. We have masculine energy, feminine energy, young energy, old energy, vibrant energy. And the idea is every single one of us wants to live our life to the fullest. Don't make me cry, but every single lifer wants to live their life to the fullest. Every single lifer in that group wants the best for every single lifer in that group. And that's what makes it amazing. And that's why we hit the gains. And that's why we we dominate, And that's why we're here, baby. And nobody can touch us. Because we vibrate so high. And we use love as the strongest frequency. And you can't stop the love, baby. You just can't stop the love. I'm drunk on gains. I'm drunk on vibration. I'm drunk on energy. I love each and every one of you for being here. Shout out to Alfonso Lozano. I'll see you in the 99, man. Another $50 super chat coming on in. Respect, baby. Respect. I see you. I see you. I see you. And I don't put BS trades out there. Okay? High vibration. High vibration. High frequency. Shout out to, and if you missed the trades today, do not worry. Do not worry. It's more about Bitcoin breaking above resistance, getting some moves. There's going to be a hundred other trades just like today. Do not worry. Do not worry. But we banged on them. We banged on them. Highest vibes in the game. Shout out to higher frequency. You've been here since day one watching the vibes grow, baby. Since day one watching the vibes grow. We were never short on vibes. I love you, Lifer. Thank you so much. I love you too, bro. Thanks to each and every one of you for making this amazing. I feel like we accomplished something today. Like we battled the market makers and we won. You know? I went through a tough time. I couldn't sleep last night. I'll be honest with everybody. I had a tough time sleeping last night. I was rolling uh, What am I going to do? The Fed meeting? What are they going to do? Uh, just, It was an icky feeling. Crypto Lifer for life, baby. When Lifer will have 15,000 watching, Bitcoin will be at 121,000. Hope soon. It will be be sooner than we realize, baby. It will be sooner than we realize. And not every coin hit. Look at this one. J-S-M-Y. Oh, that's the short, yeah. Just love your greetings from the highway. Huge profits. E-N-G. 200% gain. Since I am a member, I gained Lifer to the top. Shout out to Amarna Betts, man, for the $9.99. Thank you so much. Any books you would recommend for a lifer to read? Yeah, there's three awesome books. Number one is Think and Grow Rich. So look, at we took it ZK Tubes. They took it down, and then it ripped right up with Bitcoin. Think and Grow Rich is a number one prerequisite. All right? Then The Slight Edge is another book that's going to really help you. The Warrior of the Light by Paulo Coelho i love that book all right those are three books to get you started that'll change your life and get you going shout out to everybody here on the live thank you for jumping on in and appreciate each and every one of you for sharing your most precious asset with me and that is your time we hit the bitcoin bang out it's kind of like a fallout now you're just like sitting there like whoa now we're watching the 30 minutes stay above the resistance at 22,750, 22,800. Damn, who, need, who needs Michael Pa on a day like today? Shout out to everybody here on the live. Appreciate each and every one of you. Warrior of the light, help me quit alcohol. There you go, brother. Next bro run, you will average about 10k viewers for sure. I reckon. Hey, anything is possible, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe 50k. Bro, Sam, you're the man. I'm glad you got so many views. Bro, I hope they keep coming back. Crypto lifer gang, man. Hell yeah. The science of self realization good guide i can't believe the vibes that i get every single time i enter the live stream you're the father that my life didn't give me (laughs) thank you very much sam anytime my friend all right all right everyone i gotta go with my wife and take my kids out look at the views at 2777 we talk about the triple sevens and the numbers are always appearing 2777 amazing but watch the live stream from earlier watch the live stream from now see the magic that happened understand why people love the trading group look at the gains we made and everybody, I'm gonna see you tomorrow on the next live stream. I'm gonna keep my next update to the lifers. We're gonna watch this area right here. I wanna see a bounce back above this channel. I just don't wanna see an M pattern get made at the resistance at 23,092, all right? I'd like to see a nice, consolidative move or some sideways action here just to give us that breathing room above this high volume node to say that 23k, uh, 22,008 is gonna be a nice bottom support area. And I'll update my group in an hour from now and uh, an hour at two hours at the very most and we'll go from there shout out to each and every one of you for jumping on into the live shout out to everyone that chatted i greatly appreciate it you have only started i have only started if you are here good things are coming your way shout out to zen riot i love you man thank you sam best trading group ever shout out to everybody here on the live thank you so much for being here today was a milestone we did something amazing today babe we really did And join the trading group i'm telling you right now it's so easy there's a link in the description below jump on it it will change your life hang out with me for a month at least give me one month of your time let me prove to you one month of your time is worth it after that you can go your own way just give me one month of your time let me do my best work in one month all right everyone i love you all if you want to get into the trading group the message is pinned Have a wonderful night. Be safe. And I'll see you on the next live stream. Crypto is life. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you so much. Words can't express my gratitude. Thank you for the super chats. Thank you for the love. And thank you for each and every one of you coming on in. Be safe. Tonight, we have a weekly screen share together from 645 to 815. If you're in the trading group, we have a private screen share together tonight. What a better night than tonight. So I can't wait to see you all as we go over what happened. We talk about where the possible pullbacks are. And where we stand, I think it's a great night to have a private screen share. So tonight is the private screen share. Link will be posted in a little while. If you want that, you should join the group. You'll be with us privately tonight, and you're going to see some insight. So I'll see you all tonight. Be safe. Crypto is life. Thank you so much. I'm out.